Do you feel like you're running life through the motions day after day? Do you feel sluggish with little energy to be able to spend time with your family? Do you feel like you're just not living up to your full potential? What if I told you you could transform your life through mindset and movement? Here on the Ecala podcast, you'll be inspired, be motivated, and be able to take action to become that best version of yourself. The Ecala podcast is for those who want the opportunity to better themselves through health and wellness. Here you'll learn tips from experts in their field, hear inspirational stories to help uncover your full potential. Now, are you ready to transform your life? We are back here with Joe Bala. We had part one episode on our podcast last time he came on and told us a little bit about his story. If you didn't catch it, to summarize, Joe is a Spartan SGX coach, American Ninja Warrior. He's our Spartan DECA coach at CrossFit of Fremont. What else? Uh, he's owner of Joe Bala Fitness. And yeah, well, welcome. Thank you, Joe, for coming back on. Thank you for having me again, brother. So we, we talked about last time about your story with becoming a mechanical engineer, actually after 15 years in the industry, transitioning over to doing uh, personal training and working with others. So yeah, we'll get to that in a second. But what I want to do actually is a little segment we have called the hang loose segment. So it's a, just a random question, nice. just asking you uh, really how you would answer um, and, and just have fun with it. Okay. So the random question, if I look it up. Okay. So the question is, what did your 15 year old self imagine you'd be doing right now? Oh man. Is this a one word or no? Like a short answer? That's whatever you want to make it. <laughs> 15 year old 15 self. years old. You're a B-boy, right? So were you I was a B-boy there. So, yeah. That's a great, yeah, that was a fun time. Uh, let's see. <laughs> 15. I was, I think at my peak as a B-boy, honestly, I, oh, yeah? I was having fun. Uh, I was part of a, a B-boy crew called E-Rock or Electro Rock Crew in San Jose. Shout out to those guys. My mentor, who is my brother-in-law now, uh, Mike Avino from Mars Inc. He was my mentor. He's the one that taught me what, it, what I needed to do to, as a foundation. And then I just kind of took it from there. But I envisioned myself because I was a more of a power mover. I did kind of the the flare and nineties and all those kind of power moves. I envisioned myself doing some awesome things with like uh, battles and shows and things like that. But you know, it's funny at the time, the B boys today and the B girls today they have so many opportunities to make you know income being dancers and. Back then, all we had was like VHS tapes and there was no YouTube. There was nothing like that. So a lot of that is in someone's, you know, VHS archive somewhere. Um, so I think if I had a chance to go back, yeah, definitely pursue ways to, to create a business, you know, maybe get into coaching, you know, it would have been awesome to coach others and help develop the next generation and prepare them. So, Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, it was all about b-boying at, at that time. Uh, so you saw yourself as a career and being a coach, you can still do that. Uh, yeah, Pete, actually Pete was trying to get me to, to, you know, step into 
you know, offering some kind of b-boy coaching or fitness yeah. related coaching. So I'm there's the, the, the sky's the limit, honestly, in this, in this space. So I'm, I'm very much open to it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I hope, I hope you guys do that. Cause uh, yeah, even maybe I, that's something that I've always wanted to do, be mm -hmm. able to do a flare. I remember those days, you know, I actually have a piece of cardboard right here, had a big shipment <laughs> this, um, dry erase board, but this would be perfect right here. <laughs> Start yeah. collecting the cardboard. Yeah. So we can, we can create something for sure. You know, <laughs> but yeah, thank you for that. So, uh, for those that missed last episode, you talked about the transition from engineering to as a coach. Uh, mm -hmm. Could you just briefly summarize like uh, what we talked about of why you uh, transitioned over? Yeah. So I, I worked in industry for like 15 years as an engineer, studied mechanical engineering. And then uh, towards the end of my career, got into application engineering. But um, yeah, I think at the time I was working towards becoming a product manager and get into marketing and do my MBA. But when I was in that process or in that mode, I kind of felt like I was just going through the flow, not really being fully present and not feeling hundred percent fulfilled. Like I didn't feel joy, you know, from what I was doing. And I didn't feel like I was serving my purpose. I wasn't, you know, reaching my full potential. And, um, I decided like through, finding out that I was going through some burnout. I was dealing with depression. I was dealing with anxiety. I had uh, insomnia even. I didn't mention that on the last podcast, but I was battling insomnia and all those are, you know, mental health related uh, challenges and, and concerns that, you know, people need to be much more aware of and cognizant of and uh, family, uh, close friends, they, they recognized patterns that I was you know, going through. And, uh, that's when I sought help and I made the changes necessary, um, to switch careers and, you know, put in those blocks, building blocks that I needed. So got my PT cert, got my master's degree in, uh, exercise science, kinesiology, pursued Spartan coaching, got, you know, two certs with them and even more on the way pursued a passion of mine, which is ninja wire, which is, uh, something that I love to do. So. Yeah. So it's, uh, what you're continuing to do is just continuing to learn. Yes. Sounds like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a lifelong learner. I love, I love learning. I love, uh, absorbing as much knowledge as I can every day. Cause I, uh, I think we honestly are all students, you know, we're, we're never going to be an expert in what we do. Cause there's always going to be some new research or some new finding out there that is going to be a better way of doing what the previous research studies or you know, experts have found. So yeah, that's how I approach everything. So I'll never be the best at what I do because I'm always going to be a constant student and learning in this life. So have you always been like that? Yeah. 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 You have? Um, I've, uh, I haven't had a problem like stepping up to take up leadership roles. Like I think in, in, uh, my, my senior design project course, my team and I built this design dedicated to my, my late father. It was like, a stair climbing, adaptable stair climbing robot. So we needed a leader and I stepped up, even though mm -hmm. I inherently am more introverted and shy, but I found through taking on things that challenged me, you know, put me in a comfortable, uncomfortable space. I, I could thrive and grow and, you know, inspire and push people. Perfect. So, uh, okay. so that's kind of how I 
hopped into coaching and training was like, all right, this is going to feel uncomfortable, but you know what? I'm passionate enough about it. And I know I can do, do well and serve my purpose through it. And so that's why, that's why I do this. Well, you talking about like continuing to learn and then being put in an uncomfortable situation, but trying to be comfortable with that Mm. um, to grow. That's all, all about Ecala is that strong path, just getting, getting yourself better over time. It doesn't have to be the next day. It could be years. Right. And that's where, you know, even when you, we met, you learned a little bit more about Ecala. And that's why I think you're a perfect uh, person to bring on about sharing this story of how you continue to learn and have passion, find your passion to continue to just do what you love to do. I, I follow your podcast too. I haven't seen as much uh, videos or, um, episodes as I want, but I have seen um, several of your podcasts and you talk about how you're, you know, you've, you, you haven't had confidence um, as a, a, a kid. You, you said you're an introvert. Mm-hmm. Um, so like right now that I, I could totally relate to that myself. I have this podcast as a new podcast. This is something I would never would have thought I would have wanted to do. Yeah. And I'm still trying to get comfortable with, you know, speaking, you know, yep. and even you right now, you say you're, you know, not, not confident, but you would never guess right now that you uh, would have that feeling. Um, yeah. You look like a natural. So how have you been able to improve yourself with that self-confidence? Just uh, not being afraid to, like I mentioned earlier, step into that uncomfortable space and know at the end of the day that I'm not being judged maybe I'll get feedback, input, whatever, like comments, but I need, I I had to learn that. And this is where it goes back to my, my youth is, I don't know if I shared this on, I think I may have shared this on my podcast, but I was bullied as a kid. I got picked on, I got thrown in the shower, you know, in, in high school by these two big dudes and just all this kind of nonsense as a kid growing up. And, um, I, uh, I lost confidence in myself through going through those kind of traumatic, you know, things. And, um, so now as an adult, like when I got into the corporate world as an engineer, I, I had to be in front of crowds of people like coaching them on this product that the team that, that I worked with designed. And, you know, then I had to teach them how to use it and, you know, be comfortable in this big auditorium and, and not be afraid of what they thought of me or what, what, uh, you know, their feelings were towards me. And, and I kind of learned to turn off that switch about caring what other people mm-hmm, thought or, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's a hard thing to do. I, I, there's times where some, you know, even today I, I still like, man, you know, should I do this DECA thing? <laughs> so, but I, I, I like, I believe in, in myself and through meeting with you and through, you know, uh, uh, connecting with you through coach Pete, like, I knew that I could do what I needed to do to help bring this to where it is. Right. And, um, it's, it, we're only start getting started. Right. So, um, but yeah, just, just kind of getting comfortable being uncomfortable. You know, they say that all, 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 all the time and it's true. You just have to jump in and not be afraid, you know, and realize that you can grow and you can get better. Cause if you have that mindset that you're a constant, constantly learning and you're a lifelong student, you, you know, there's, there's never anything wrong or, or, uh, what people might say is right. Cause that's their, it's their view. It's their opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, would you say 
the clients that you work with, can they relate to confidence issues or, I mean, are they, yeah. Do they, I mean, cause I would think, um, I personally would think with fitness moving or whatever activity you, you, you do that brings on confidence, right? Just like mm-hmm. you, you got it in the workplace. Um, but being able to get in these challenges, right. That people are, you're in, you're big into the Spartan community, um, being able to have finish your first Spartan race. I mean, that must bring so much confidence to people. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Clients, um, the clients I work with, a lot of them decide to contact me initially because they, they say they can relate to my story. They can relate to bits of pieces of my story, like where it's, they have depression, they have anxiety, they, they face challenges, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally. And, you know, they see me as a source of, um, guidance or strength. And I, I kind of, um, when I can, you know, cause I, I'm, I'm a very empathetic individual. Like I, I don't know. I, I get this from my dad. I think, um, he's just, he was, he had the hugest heart. Like I, I wish you, you know, you could have met him at some point, but you know, I think coming from the Philippines and him, his story, uh, I shared it on my pot or part of it on my podcast is he came from nothing and he built himself a life here and brought my sister and my, myself into this world and laid the foundation for us. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I kind of, um, I find yeah, what's, like, the, what's the biggest thing that you learned from him? My dad. Uh, wow. Um, there's probably three things I can say, you know, being kind always like approaching everything with kindness and respect is another one. Always having respect for your, your peers, respect for your elders, respect for anyone you approach and deal with. Um, and then just, um, he always said something to, to my sister and I said, be bravo. So he meant be brave, but he, he Mm. just had a, you know, so be brave, like meaning don't be afraid. And I have that, you know, when he's, you know, in his words, I, I hear it in my head. It just replays every time I, I question myself and he says, be bravo. And he said in Ilocano is my, my family's dialect. And he'd say, he say, be bravo. Nakong. Nakong means like child or, or yeah, child of mine. Um, and you know, he, he'd always remind me that. So, cause he, he saw in me, like I was shy. I was introverted, but I think he always saw in me that I had potential and I could, if I wasn't afraid, he would remind me of that and then get after it. Like, and so it was his way of telling me, you know, go. He sees that potential. Yeah. 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 And that, and that's all what you're about. I've, even your energy with just talking with you, different things. You're, you're like, let's go like, like now <laughs> we're going to now this instant. Um, and I, I love that about you. Um, <laughs> It's like, okay, let's go. I, I would be down. <laughs> a, a lot of people would be just be like, okay, well, you know, I mean, and it ends up getting pushed back, pushed back, but you're like, let's go now. Yeah. So no, that's, that's so, that's awesome that you recognize it. Yeah. I okay. think that's important because you, you, you have to realize like, uh, tomorrow is never promised. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've gone through some trauma in my life. I lost my dad when I was in a senior in college and then, um, a sister-in-law, my, my wife's sister who passed, you know, and it was just kind of those traumatic things that, that remind me, like, you can't wait to do something like, don't wait. Why, why are you questioning 
why or holding off when you know you can do it you just got to put in the work and and you know take what you know and and learn whatever else you need to know and you know apply it and so that's why i say let's go let's go right because <laughs> so, you believe in yourself and you just I do you, you you take action i mean it's easy to like for myself even it's like find excuses of why it's not going to work or um just not not really truly believing yourself um yeah. and it's Part of it, it's really just I've I've learned the whole concept is of imperfect action. You know, just go. Don't be afraid of mistakes. Just learn from it and go. Yeah, it's gonna be hard, but um, just learn. As long as like when you make mistakes, you understand of why it might have happened and um, it acknowledge it and just not have it set you back for you know some time where it's gonna prevent you from taking yeah. action. Not for you know years later. Exactly. So, yeah, there's that there's that song. I think his name is Ryan. He's from Hawaii. Ryan Hiraoka, I think. He had this song called um, "Perfectly Imperfect," and oh, yeah. I play that song time and time again in my in my uh, on my uh, phone when I remind myself like it's okay to be imperfect. Like you just you know, or you you look at your your spouse or your significant other. You love them because they're perfectly imperfect. There's no one that's perfect because if there right. was. That's not reality, right? So, you know, it's true. So also in your podcast, you talk about happy, your happy acronym. Hmm. Um, I was hoping you could share that um, to yeah. everyone. Um, I think it would help a lot of people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was my, it's my way of, because uh, uh, I like acronyms. You know, I think um, we all need to find acronyms for ourselves, right? And so... Um, happy, it, you know, happy H H P P E is the acronym. Um, so H obviously means happy. So happy, which means like, what brings you joy, you know, find things in your life that bring you joy and, you know, create something from it. And I created joy about the fitness. I created, you know, the coach trainer athlete who I am today. And, and that's what brought me joy because that brought me out of the depression that brought me out of, or, or gave me ways to battle my depression and battle my anxiety. So that way it was a kind of a reminder to me to always remember why am I, why am I doing what I do and who am I serving? And that's, that's where that comes from. P the first, the, the first P in that happy is passion. So my passion is movement, obviously. So, you know, I, I express, um, my passion through Ninja Warrior, through Spartan race, through DECA, through Olympic weightlifting, you know, things like that. So I've always been a good, pretty good mover. Um, I'm 43 now and I feel like I'm 23 sometimes as long as my Achilles and ankle and back don't act up, but I feel, I feel Young. stronger than I've ever been. Right. And, uh, yeah, I have gray hairs and, but internally I feel young because I, I, I'm, I'm serving my purpose and fulfilling that, that happiness inside. Right. Um, the second P is purpose. So purpose as a coach, as a trainer, as an athlete, you, you can think of all those different things, you know, coach and trainer. Like, I think that this job ultimately is, is one of the best jobs you can ever take on in the world today. Like, yeah, you might not make as much income compared to an engineer, like what I used to make, but it doesn't matter at the end of the day, you know, is that job, is that purpose you're serving as a coach trainer, fulfilling these other things, you know, your passion and happiness. And for me, yeah, I, I'm totally 
on board with that. And, um, I look beyond that and it took me the longest time to realize that. Um, so, and, and I could actually build a career from it. So empathy is the E. So, um, I mentioned earlier, I'm very empathetic towards others. That comes from how I was raised. You know, my dad always taught me about, you know, those, those things, you know, be kind, be respectful, um, and be brave and be empathetic is, is, the probably that fourth one that I didn't mention earlier, um, learning to see where people are coming from and being empathetic towards, you know, their needs and being empathetic towards, you know, their lifestyles and, and what interests them and what, what brings them happiness, what brings them joy. That's how I approach, you know, fitness and coaching and training and, and just doing what I do as an athlete. So, um, yeah, so I, so I feel like H-P-P-E, I need to create a, yeah, HPPE, happy purpose, passion, and empathy. Yeah. I, I interrupted you. What did you say? You feel like you need to create, I need to create a t-shirt that says that. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, it's a reminder. I, I mean, I feel like you would have that acronym, like on your, uh, uh, vanity mirror or something. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Just to, so. just to remember, just constantly, you know, see that it's like your purpose. I mean, it's like what you're, you're living by. Yeah. I can, or I can stitch it on my thick eyebrows that those that are watching can see. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So right now with fitness, I mean, what do you see, what do you see as a problem with the, with uh, really fitness in general right now? Uh, that's a great question. So social media is very power. It's a powerful tool that's there. The, the amount of influence that it has on people is, is, uh, it's mind boggling, you know, like a simple reel that's like 30 seconds or less, or maybe a minute or less now can influence how someone thinks about, you know, movement or fitness in general. And I feel like, you know, fit pros out there, we need to do a better job of, making sure that when we post something, it's not about being flashy. It's not about likes or views or things like that is it's be, uh, be more mindful and, and intentional with your posts, like create content that is going to inspire someone to, to want to learn about mm-hmm. movement. Like, you know, what's the proper hinge or, or, you know, bending at the hips, what is it? you know, what's a proper squat? What are the variations of squats? Like just simple things like that. Um, I have these things lined up that I'm going to be releasing this year. So I appreciate you asking me that, but it's kind of these kind of educational type posts rather than those posts that obviously can generate a lot of hits or a lot of likes or a lot of views. Still, I'll create some of those just for entertainment, but like fit pros, we need to do a better job of uh, educating, inspiring wanting them to ask you questions because that's ultimately what, what we need to do as coaches and trainers is uh, generate business so that we can, you know, continue educating others. So the, almost instead of uh, entertainment, educating the reason why they Mm. should be doing this and uh, not have it not so intimidating that it will keep you on the couch, just watching these reels go by for entertainment. Exactly. Because there's so much, so I see social media as a time sink and I got caught in that same loop myself. I'm not afraid to admit that my wife kind of told me that I was in that loop back in 2017, 2018, when I just started out, 
She's like, you're spending way too much time on social media. And for me, I looked at it as, as um, I learned this term somewhere. I can't remember social business. Like I, it was my social business to post things to try to generate interest or leads, but it was, it didn't have the, the right intention and purpose behind it. And so I had to shift my mindset and view and perspective on why am I posting this? What am I going to get out of it? And how am I going to influence and help others, you know, through this post? So yeah, I don't post as much as I used to, but when I do, it's, there's always intention behind it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So who do you like working with the most as far as uh, your clients? Mm. I have various clients. Like I have uh, people that are former athletes or people that are just stay at home parents um, or they have disabilities. Like I have some clients that I have that are autistic or some that battle depression, anxiety. So I think the, if I were to kind of give you an answer as far as an avatar goes, I think someone that is, that knows that they want to get something out of working with me. So, you know, and they realize that it's, it's a process. Like they're not looking for that quick, quick fix, quick solution. Like they see the long-term, they see the long-term view, the long-term approach right. to what I'm trying to teach them because um, fitness is, you know, some people are just inherently, you know, suited to be athletes. You know, that's, that's, I think that's, you know, that's why you have elite athletes out there, but there's also those that are kind of in between. And there's also those that are in the far end of the spectrum that, that don't feel like they're athletes and the ones on the far end and the ones in the middle, I'm trying to get them to shift to see themselves as elite, because honestly, we are athletes at the end of the day, we're just different versions of these athletes. So, mm -hmm. you know, those ones that kind of see that same vision that I have for them, that those are the ones I enjoy working with. So, yeah. They're, they're, they're invested in them themselves uh, and they see the yeah. long term. It's not that short term. So you, so someone that comes up to you and says, I want to learn, lose 30 pounds because they want to look really good in their swimsuits. Is that someone that uh, you think will do? We... <laughs> it's I aim to not, if there's an aesthetic reason, it's a lot of pressure. Behind, you gotta, it is. You gotta... It is. I mean, there's guys out there that are, you know, they do that. That's what they do. They, they're, they do that type of aesthetic training and, and yeah, I, I kind of went on my own journey like that at one point with my fitness journey, when I was an engineer, like I was trying to gain a bunch of size so that I can build the muscle and, and look a certain way. And I think, uh, I think I told you this before, but I used to weigh 200 pounds at one point. I wasn't, I wasn't like the, you know, the, where I had a ton of body fat, it was just all lean muscle. And, you know, I wanted to, to, to learn more so that I could potentially do something with that, but it's, it's, a uh, it's not my thing. Like, I don't feel, I don't feel joy coaching someone doing that. And there's other people out there that can do that. And that's just not for me. You know, I like, I want to take someone and turn them into a Spartan athlete or a DECA athlete or a, a ninja warrior. And that's why I coach, you know, these clients. Cause I, sometimes they don't see it in themselves, but I, I go, you know, if you stick with this process and you are confident in this journey that we're on together, you're going to get there. It might take a year. It might take two years. It might take five years, but it it's, it's that journey, you know, and mm -hmm. I'm here for you, you know? So, yeah, so you're, you, you, you really are invested in them as well. So 100%. And, and having that accountability, I mean, you, you know, they're going to get there because you're guiding them. So, mm -hmm. and they trust you. 
So it's just like, yeah. tell me what to do and I'll follow your direction versus. Yeah. But it's a mutual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a mutual relationship too. Like I need them to acknowledge that they see the vision and they, they put in the work, the homework that I give them The you know, I use, a, I have my own training app and I, I assign them movements or workouts or things that they need to do like mobility, stability, all these different things that the building blocks to get them to this right. first goal or second goal, third goal. So my approach, I think it's on my website is you're going to give me three goals. And the first one is a short-term goal. What are we going to achieve in 30 days or less? You know, what are we going to achieve for goal two is long-term, you know, where do you see yourself in a year, two years, you know, three years. And then a bucket list goal is like, all right, coach, I want to get on Ninja Wire. All right, let's work on it, you know, but that's going to take time, you know, and they, yeah. and they have to see that, you Just know, the building blocks, like you said. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. Since we're talking about fitness, working out with your clients, what I was going to ask you was tell me a little bit more about your brand boot camp, And then mm-hmm. even, I guess, since we recently had our event, um, the DECA, what is mm-hmm. DECA? Okay. Uh, the Ram bootcamp. So Ram Spartan Ram is a tool for, uh, for strength training, for conditioning, endurance. You can even use it for recovery. Um, but it's a basic, it basically looks like a heavy foam roller. It has handles, you know, notches on the side you can use to grip it in a neutral grip. So it's, it's very safe for those individuals that have mm. wrist issues. That's why I love it so much. True. Um, so having the neutral grip, they weigh uh, as light as 11 pounds, all the way up to 55 pounds. So strength training, obviously you're going to lift a little bit heavier loads. And then the lighter loads can be used for kids, but also can be used for those adults that just want to focus on HIIT training, high intensity interval training, or movements that involve stability. Like I'm going to hold this 11 pound ram in front of me for 30 seconds. And that's like my substitute for someone that can't do a, you know, a solid plank. They're just doing it standing now and they're stabilizing and working those same muscles, shoulders, you know, deep core muscles, and just teaching them about what they need to do to apply it to a simple move, like a plank that looks simple, but isn't really, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes doesn't click, you know, and that's my creative way of reverse engineering something that, you know, using a tool like a Ram. So yeah, the, the Ram bootcamp, uh, I offer it you know, twice a week here in San Jose on uh, Monday and Friday. And, um, I'm looking at it in, in, uh, Fremont and Newark area. So at your, at your gym, CrossFit of Fremont, but also at mission peak Spartan. So on Saturdays, if people can't meet me on Monday, Friday, you have no excuse, come meet me on the Saturday, you know? So these are 45 minute classes at most. So it's a, it's a quick, easy, low cost solution for you to come learn you know, about these modalities and with just one tool to answer your second question, what is DECA? Um, so DECA is a, a Spartan brand type of event and training and challenges. And, uh, DECA is just short for decathlon, um, 10, there's basically 10, uh, zones or stations or pods, however way you want to term it. But, uh, two of them, two of them involve the Spartan Ram, um, you know, want the first zone is uh, alternating reverse lunge. You could load it on your shoulders, put it up, you know, rack it, however way you feel comfortable, but complete 30 reps. Um, then the other zones involve cardio, like rowers, skier, um, air bike. And then 
pushing, pulling a heavy tank, mm-hmm. right? And then- uh, so, so why would someone want to uh, do this? Because um, like I mentioned earlier, everyone is an athlete. Why not challenge your fitness with something like a DECA? You know, and it's intended for anybody. You can be 10-year-old entering the kids' competition or events or challenges, and or you can be 14 and up and enter the adult you know, um, training, challenges, events. But you basically test your fitness, you know, celebrate your fitness. This, these are the words that uh, DECA kind of promote. Um, celebrate, test your fitness, earn your DECA mark. When you earn your DECA mark, that's basically your score. How fast did you complete these 10 zones for time? Mm-hmm. You earn your spot on a, what's called the DECA leaderboard. It, it's global. You can see where other people are around the world, um, what their score is, you know, males, females, different age groups, see where you rank. And then, you know, you get your first DECA mark and you earn your medal, you earn your shirt. Why not go challenge yourself again after three to four weeks of training with me in a, in a DECA program? Um, you can do DECA training or you could do DECA challenges. So the DECA challenges are what we're going to be bringing coming up in, uh, let's see, February and March. Each month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So each month. So we're going to put on a DECA monthly challenge, but also have a DECA quarterly challenge. The, the monthly challenges will be kind of these workouts where you complete these workouts for time, you earn points and you're going to end up on a leaderboard internally at CrossFit of Fremont. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but then you have the quarterly challenge where DECA creates these and designs these shout out to coach Yancey and coach Jared for, for creating DECA. Um, but they, they designed these workouts and basically challenge us to take on some of the zones, not all the zones. So this one's coming up on March 1st, it's DECA triad, uh, three, five, eight. So zone three, zone five, zone eight, zone three is the box jump or step over. And then, uh, zone five is what was zone five again? It's probably, um, sit-ups. I think it's, uh, yeah, I think it's sit-ups. Yeah. And then zone eight, that is, uh, wow, I'm drawing a blank right now, <laughs> but you basically have three zones and wow, my brain is, uh, is a little tired. No, three, worries, five, eight. Uh, so three zones, you tackle those, you earn, uh, your best mark as a team of three and you end up on this leaderboard and you can enter the challenge multiple times. So if you don't like your score the first time, come back, do it again and repeat well, and, and you do it with other people with the, these challenges here, the team. I mean, that makes it fun. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, really what you're saying is, uh, it's a good way to test your fitness because you get these marks. So Correct. if you're getting, if you're doing it again, you should be getting better at a better time. So, and you have fun working. It's a workout at the same time. So might as well yeah. do it. Right. People exactly. work out anyways. So, you know, uh, and, and you could be, uh, you can be an elite athlete, like a, a crossfitter, or you can be a experienced runner. You could be a Spartan race athlete. You could be a stay at home mom or stay at home dad. Like honestly, anyone can do DECA and why not test yourself with something awesome? Like something that's powered by Spartan, you know? So, oh, yeah. so zone five is a skier. <laughs> oh, okay. So four was that. Is- Sit up. Must be the setups. Okay. Yeah. So zone five, zone five is skier, and then zone eight is the dead ball shoulder over. So you take a okay. 60 pound ball for the guys or a 40 pound ball for the girls and you throw it <laughs> over your shoulder. Licked it up. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we did our first events, uh, t- two weeks ago ish. Um, it was a deck of strong. We're going to be coming up with a deck of mile 
on March 12th. Yeah. That's the next event. And that involves basically 160 meter run and then a zone one. 160 mm-hmm. meter run, zone two, mm-hmm. until you complete all 10 zones with the run, which equivalates to one mile run right. as well. Yeah. So yeah, it's a fun way uh, to get together. So we're having that soon in March, March 12th. Yep. I was curious, what is your favorite zone and what's your least favorite zone? Oh, uh, let's start with least favorite, the air bike that is uh, zone seven. I don't know why. When I first took on Deca Strong, I, I think I went out strong out the gate. And when I hit Zone Seven, like I, my legs were done. I took longer than I wanted to, or had had originally planned in my head. And um, I think if <laughs> I twenty five calories, it's twenty five cal, yeah, calories. And it, it, yeah, it really tests your your grit. It really tests your conditioning, your cardio, and you know, for me, I have a, I've been dealing with this back pain. And so that didn't help me either. Um, so you feel it on the bike, not so much on the bike, but the the previous zones, when I got to that point, my back started uh pinching and I I was like, Oh crap, I still got to do the dead ball. And then the push pull and then the Ram burpee. So my favorite one, I think, uh, I like the Ram burpee. That's just cause, uh, I I'm finishing off. That's the last yeah, one. So. It's yeah, it's like your finisher. You're like you're showing your your true grit, your true potential, yeah, and actually. what you're made of. And I just I'm biased because I'm a Spartan coach, so I just love burpees. And burpees are something uh, that yeah that uh <laughs> that Spartan race athletes or Spartan coaches just you know you have to learn to love burpees. Otherwise, when you do fail these obstacles, it's gonna be a world of hurt, right? So, but yeah, I just love I just love the challenge of that because it's a it's like doing a a snatch barbell snatch or like a clean and press, however way you want to do it. But yeah, get the, the Ram from the ground overhead, uh, 20 times. So and then yeah. done. It's a good feeling. Awesome. It is a good feeling. Well, yeah. Well, thank you so much, uh, for coming on. Um, what I do want to ask you is for someone who is, uh, maybe watching these reels and they, they have been wanting to change something in their life. How could they go about, what would you recommend them doing to start their fitness journey? Oh, my reels or, or whatever reels no, are out it, there. Well, we were talking about earlier, you know, just imagine like there's someone there watching these exercises. They want to start exercising or start a fitness routine, but they haven't pulled the trigger to start. What would you recommend them to, to mm. do? Um, my best advice if they're afraid to, to reach out to a fit pro, cause that's, that's also a barrier, right. Is uh, reach out to a fit pro, just acknowledge why, what's interesting. Why did, why did you tap on that reel or, you know, keep watching it. Right. And what's the motivation behind your interest. Right. And if you find that because it piques your interest, because you, you want to learn something new then, you know, the next step is, you know, defining your next goal, which is what do you want to learn? And then realize, okay, if you want to learn it and you want to learn it properly, ideally, you're not going to be basing your fitness journey on what you see on social media, right? Because a lot of the times, I, at least I've found is a lot of it's just super flashy. You know, there are some fit pros out there that are really, really good at putting out educational material, which, which those ones I applaud, like, I love that. And I, 
you know, I need to do a better job of getting out there and putting out that educational material. So that's why I'm going to be work. That's one of my projects for 2022 is, um, dedicating some serious time to, to doing that. But if you find that you, you want to learn and you, you can find a fit pro that you connect with, you know, DM them, um, reach out on their website, text them, whatever you need to call them. Like I'm available most of the time. If you message me, um, I'll respond within that day or within a few hours. So he'll message you. At, you can message him at four and four AM. He'll be up. So I'll be up. I'll be so, up. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, so really find a deeper why and yeah. find something that you could connect to and then reach out and yeah. split. Three simple okay. steps. You know, three Perfect. simple steps. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really wanted to come on and hear a little bit more about your story. I'm going to definitely have to have you on again and we'll talk about more. We'll get nerd. We'll nerd out on more exercise stuff and uh, it'll be fun. Yeah. So even we've, we've been, we've been talking too. Uh, I, I want to go check out his gym that he goes out to Richmond. So I, myself and, and my two kids are going to be trying to be a Ninja warrior as well. So I can share my journey but uh, I'll be led by coach Joe Bala here. So I'm excited. I'm uh, excited for the future and excited to have you on again. So thank you again for coming on again, before I uh, forget, where can everyone reach you at? Yeah. Um, best way to reach me is uh, start on my website, joebalafitness.com. That's J O E B A L A fitness.com. You'll see some links on the top, right. For Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. If you follow me, if you're only on Instagram, uh, go to at Joe Bala fit. Um, I also have a second profile. It's at Joe Bala fitness. That's where I feature my clients and students, um, or anything business related. My Joe Bala fit is my journey and things that I, sh- I want to share to help inspire others. Uh, Facebook is, um, coach Joe Bala and then, uh, YouTube Joe Bala fitness. Just look up those, uh, those keywords and, uh, my podcast. Yeah. You mentioned that earlier, Joe Bala fitness podcast. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Follow him now. So go ahead. Look forward to seeing you again. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening, but wait, we want to keep you updated and continue to be inspired and motivated. Follow us on our Instagram page at Ecola strong. We'll see you on the next episode.